fat guy in a little coat. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. You're listening to the dirtiest motherfucker in Texas. On Fat Guy Loves Cake. Hey guys, and good whatever to you. It is Fat Guy Loves Cake, your favorite podcast or soon to be favorite podcast. I am Joey Valentine, and I'm super duper lumpy, chunky, happy that you're here. Thank you for tuning into my show. I did not have a show on Friday. I'm sorry. Uh, I did get a lot of messages asking me why, and that was because I was just too busy with uh, the ending of my old job and transferring onto my new one. But I tried to do a show on Saturday at uh, Skate World, and I interviewed these two lovely women that are pals of mine, Crystal and Ashley, local rink rats. And uh, I, I did a 20-minute interview with them, and unfortunately, the girls with their meek little voices did not turn out to be anything usable, which is so unfortunate because it was a great interview. And what was awesome was you had the skating rink ambience in the background. I mean, you could hear kids yelling and screaming. You had your 80s music playing, and uh, it just, I should have told the girls to get closer to the mic. So that's on me, but uh, I will get them uh, to do another one with me they are totally down for that so look forward to that in the future so let me just start off with the first thing that's on my mind because it's fresh and i just read it elon musk we all know who elon musk is the proprietor of tesla and spacex uh he is being accused by i believe she was a, like a stewardess on spacex or whatever she is accusing elon musk of having like rubbed his own thigh and exposed his erect penis to her and offered something in exchange for a massage, which these days, like there's so many women coming out and accusing men. It's like, you don't know who's telling the truth. I mean, I'm sure that half the time, at least it's true, but, uh, it's just nasty business. And it just, man, you, you can't, it's like even Fred Savage, you know, is being accused. They took him off of the new wonder years reboot. And I'm like, no, not not Fred. Not Fred. I mean, yeah, if he wasn't famous, he looks like he'd be somebody that would have to beg for sex. But I don't know. So there, that's going on with him. But Elon, so Elon Musk fires back with the following. If I'm guilty of what you say I'm guilty of, then why don't you prove it and identify my penis? You know, like any tattoos or scars. Okay, Elon. <laughs> so let me get this straight. If she can identify whatever t tattoos or scars you have on your penis, she's telling the truth. So you're saying there are tattoos and scars. I mean, come on. You, you, those are your words, Elon. Because if it was just as simple as, well, why don't you ask her to identify my penis? Well, you know. <laughs> You just have to have, like, read a biology book to go, uh, shaft, head, nuts. But he, no, he said he used the words 
you know, like scars and tattoos. What is what fucking tattoos has he got on his penis? I'm guessing it's like a Tesla symbol, you know, the T. Or maybe it's a scar and a tattoo. Maybe he got the Tesla T branded onto his penis. Or maybe he's got like a whole fucking mess of tattoos and scars down there. Maybe he's a cutter. I don't know. Just such a weird thing to I mean, for normal people, it's such a weird thing to say. For Elon Musk, it's just, you know, everyday conversation, I suppose. But I mean, someone, you know, like if the police came to me, uh, Mr. Valentine, you've been accused of attempted assault. And I go, oh, yeah? Well, if I really assaulted her, then ask her to describe the giant growth on my dick. And uh, how oddly shaped my balls are. <laughs> like, I guess that's one way of, like, getting them to put up or shut up, right? You know, like, if someone's accusing me and they go, well, fuck, I didn't. Uh, and she'd be like, be like, yeah, you had sex with me. You saw it. Go ahead. Tell them. I, no, you're right. I, I didn't. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. Mr. Musk. <laughs> Stewardess gets up there in court. Well, he took his penis out, and what did it look like? Well, you know, it was it was erect, and it was long-ish, and it had a head on it. And Elon jumps up, and he's like, Oh, see, she never saw it. That shit curves so hard to the left. <laughs> and then back to the right. <laughs> My dick makes a total zigzag. You'd never remember that. Plus, I've got a skull and crossbones. In my pubes. Fucking Elon Musk, man. Maybe he's maybe his dick is tattooed like a fucking rocket. You know? Because he's all into SpaceX. His pubic bone area has got like a big X. Penis is a rocket. SpaceX written on it. He hooks up with girls and he's like, yeah, we're about to launch. Oh, goodness. Let's see. He had some messages. Joey, where are you? Joey, why no show? Uh, let's see. Guy in Syracuse says, uh, you think you're funny, but you're not. You're fucking stupid and no one likes you. Okay, fair enough. We had another one from a guy in Lincoln. He says, not all people from Nebraska are hillbillies, you stupid twat. All right, fair enough. Hey, Joey, I love the 80s stuff. Please keep doing 80s stuff. It is so funny and you obviously know what you're talking about. So I saw this movie old. I'm a big fan of M. Night Shyamalan. I don't care. Like, everyone expects him to be this, like, god in movies because of the sixth sense. Unfortunately, yeah, he did kind of blow his whole load on his first movie. And he set the bar so high. Like, he didn't work his way up to the sixth sense, you know? He didn't make, like, some subpar movies and then eventually get to this amazing, incredible Bruce Willis movie he didn't, you know, make some mediocre movies and then all of a sudden he can't. No, he was like, hi, you've never heard of me. And here is one of the greatest movies with one of the greatest twists ever. And then, you know, everyone was like, oh, well, the next thing he does, is going to be incredible. And then he comes out with Unbreakable and everyone was like, yeah, was, you know, okay. There's no sixth sense. And he's been living with that forever. Now, let me tell you something about M. Night Shyamalan. Okay. The man is a fantastic director. He's a wonderful storyteller even his okay movies are still compelling like when i sit down like if i turn on the village or the happening or signs well signs is a great movie you cannot deny that 
But when I when I turn on one of those movies and I start to watch, you know, the cast, the dialogue, the writing, the directing pulls me in. I'll watch the whole movie, even if I'm not completely satisfied. The late, uh, what was it? Lady in the Water it was kind of kind of weird and wasn't very good. But everything leading up to what the movie was about, like I was just enthralled, man, with the the characters living in the apartment complex together. Like the first 30 minutes of the movie, nothing happens, but I, I couldn't stop watching because he's a good storyteller. And, you know, Old came out. And, for you know, in case you don't know, Old was not written by M. Night Shyamalan. It's adapted from a novel, a graphic novel. Okay, so he just directed it. So if you have anything to say about the story, don't blame it on him. But let me tell you what Old is about, okay? This is my fat guy movie review. I'm going to start doing one a, a show, I think, just because I watch so much television and it gives me something to talk about that I love talking about. So Old, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, a bunch of people go to this resort on an island. And there's like this special beach that the uh, director knows about. You know, like he goes up to these certain individuals that are at this getaway and he's like, Hey, we have a beach and it's really nice. And we only let certain customers go. And I like you guys. So this group of people all get in this, you know, shuttle and it takes them down to a secret path that takes them to a secluded beach. Well, what they find out almost instantly is that said secret beach makes you age like a year, an hour or a year, a minute, something like that. No, I don't know. I didn't do the math, but basically a full day was like 50 years. And it was crazy because they had to cast like all these different people to play the same characters because you had kids. Okay. You had three kids to start the movie on the beach and they go from like eight to 12 to 15 to twenties to thirties to old like one of them gets pregnant and has the baby in like 10 minutes. So very cool concept. They can't get back up the path. Every time they try and go up the path, there's like a, something causes them to black out and they wake up back on the beach. I won't spoil the ending. I will say that it was a good one. It was a good twist and actually it twisted twice. Now here's what's wrong with the movie and why so many people are complaining about it. And I'm going to get on board with that. I'm going to say that if you can get past this stuff, then you can, it's watchable. It is watchable anyway, but the, the dialogue is terrible. Whoever wrote the screenplay did a shit job. The acting is very, very wooden. I don't recognize anybody in the movie. There's not one single person in the movie that I recognize, except for M night. Shyamalan has a uh, cameo as he always does. He's the shuttle driver. And, so the performances are just so, oh my God, you know, Hayden Christensen, Star Wars prequels and the lines. Oh my God. The lines are terrible. If they, I don't know. Okay. Now I, I can get past that, but the, here's the part that really got me. There's one black man in the whole thing. That's fine. That's representative of real life. When you have a group of 10 people, okay, we have one black man and one black woman. They aren't a couple. They are two separate guests. 
okay, representing the black folks. But the black man is not only a famous rapper. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. You know, he's got all them chains and dreadlocks, and and, and he's a rapper, the one black guy. But his name is Mid-Size Sedan. I'm not even fucking kidding. Mid-Sized Sedan is his rap name. Now, come the fuck on, M. You couldn't do better than that, even if it was in the book. Didn't you think to change it? This is the kind of thing that I would expect to come out of the 1980s, like back when we didn't know anything about rappers. You know, like back when Run DMC was big, and like if you were watching A Different World or Fresh Prince, and there was a guest star who was a rapper who was like the bad guy on the episode, and his name was Ice. They were always named Ice or Ice Man or Dagger, Hook, fucking whatever. You expect that kind of shit from back then. White folks didn't know any better. This is 2022. You couldn't give him a name like Lil something or just anything, man. A rap name doesn't have to be like, it is, there's no pattern to what people call themselves except for Lil. Look at the names of rappers. You know, you could be like Snarl or Snaggle, right? It's whatever. That's their name. We accept it and we move the fuck on. But when you name them mid-sized sedan, I mean, what? You couldn't think of anything better. It sounds like it's supposed to be some sort of inside joke that that only they get. They're like, should we change this name? I mean, that's stupid, right? Mid-sized sedan. You know, and it was like, I, you know, I, I think I think that people will get a kick out of it, you know? I mean, what names did they pass on to keep mid-sized sedan? Was there like luxury package? all-wheel drive, rated number one in safety. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're like, just seriously, I'm going to blank my mind and go, hey, Joey, give me a rap name for this one black guy that's in the movie. Okay, uh, baby food. Okay, you see, that's like that's the first thing that came to my mind. I didn't have that written down or anything. All right, that sounds like a rapper's name. Baby food. Like, oh, that's that... That's baby food. No, but like a mid-sized sedan. I mean, that's not even like, there's no thought into that whatsoever. That sounds like some sort of loss in translation shit. Like you had a, a guy in China and they were like, pick a name. And he was like, you know, like bubblegum crisis. Oh, uh, tabletop napkin. Chopstick 10 cent. These are actually all coming out to sound like cool names. They call me baby food, fool. Fucking mid-sized sedan. And this is my homie big wheel and tricycle and pickup truck with OnStar. That's my DJ. Fuck out of here. All right, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, Fat Guy listeners, this is Joey Valentine here to tell all of you propane owners about Kellogg Propane. Located conveniently off of Houston Highway in Victoria, you will not find a cheaper price, and Kellogg has the most knowledgeable and well-trained staff in South Texas. 
Owner Keith Etheridge and his company have been a part of supporting your local community for years and is a proud sponsor of the Victoria Livestock Show, Veterans of Foreign Wars, and Christ Kitchen. They're at 1602 Houston Highway, or you can call during business hours at 361-573-6554. That's Kellogg Propane. Sell propane and propane accessories. So I have got a wonderful surprise for you devoted loyal listeners of Fat Guy Loves Cake, and I have just been on the edge of my seat. I was waiting for him to call, and he did while we were at commercial, and he agreed to do a real quick interview with me to talk about the trial that's going on. I am very excited. Uh, He agreed to speak with me as long as we didn't uh, talk about the trial. We could just talk about anything that's going on uh, otherwise. Uh, So I'd like to welcome to the show, if you would, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Johnny Depp. Uh, thank you, Joey. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, so glad to be on your show. I'm, of course, you know I'm a big, big fan. Thank you so much, Johnny. That that means the world to me. You know, I'm a I'm a big fan of yours as well, and uh, I really appreciate you taking time out to get on the show with me. I know you are super, super busy. Yes, well, you know, the trials keeping me uh, in court all day, all day when I should be out acting. But um. Yes, uh, nevertheless, I'm, I'm, I'm still acting even when I'm in court, but uh, pardon me, Joey. Amber? Amber? Amber, what, what are you doing? Oh, Amber, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Joey. Sh- shit in me boots. The ones I wear when I'm filming pirates. You, you have heard of pirates, haven't you? Yes, of course. They're great movies. Yes, well, I keep all of my wardrobe at the house and... Oh, not the hat. Amber. Amber. Not the hat. No. I'm sorry, Joey. I'm going to have to cut this interview short. Oh, come on, Johnny. Just a few questions about your movies before you go. I'm so sorry, Joey. I didn't... You know, she's she's finding anything she can and she's just defecating it. I've got to go. Amber. Amber. Johnny, oh man, that crazy woman. So I found out uh, while listening to the Nerds Talking podcast because they were reviewing the Morbius movie that I have not seen yet, but I guess I don't even know if I want to now, but I'm going to anyway. And they brought up the fact that Spider-Man is owned by Sony. And I thought, man, that makes sense now because when you go on Disney Plus, they have every single um, Avengers movie. I mean, uh, Marvel, right? Every single Marvel movie and Marvel uh, shows, spinoffs, and whatnot. But no Spider Man. And I was like, what the fuck? I know that's Marvel. Why is there no Spider Man? It's not streaming anywhere. Well, it turns out before Disney got their grubby little hands on everything Marvel, Sony owned the rights from way back in the day. They were making all kinds of Marvel stuff back before anyone else was, you know, TV movie stuff. And apparently when Disney bought the rights to Marvel, somebody dropped the ball and was like, fuck it. Sony can have Spider-Man. So now Sony can make movies with anything that has to do with Spider-Man. That means that if there's ever been a crossover 
like Spider-Man and the X-Men or Spider-Man and the Avengers, Sony can make a movie out of it and it will not be owned by Disney. Now, what I thought would be a great idea would be, okay, Sony, show some balls and film an R-rated Spider-Man flick. I'm talking about, oh, hell, you've got fucking Venom. Venom's already a, a very murderous character, but I mean, let's get Spider-Man little nice guy Peter Parker. Let's make him a fucking like gnarly, super dirty, nasty, like unlikable character. Like instead of <laughs> Peter Parker is this dainty little newsboy that works for the Daily Bugle, make him like a, a total drunk who beats on his girlfriend like everyone just hates him he looks like trash he never shaves then he gets the spider-man powers and he does nothing but horrible things with them and what could disney do about it i would just just to like just to piss disney off like to tarnish the name be like disney will be so quick to distance themselves from anything spider-man ever ever he will magically disappear from all the avengers movies i guarantee you <laughs> this is kind of random but anyway i was watching family guy and uh brian accidentally messed around with uh meg myla kunis and uh you know the mom doesn't know about it so brian's like you know meg starts to almost tell her mom lois that she made out with brian and brian goes hey, he's like yeah um you know what meg why don't we go to the mall let's go and get you a Get you a big old pretzel. <laughs> I don't know why, but that it was like the funniest line to me stuck with me. Listen, come on, let's go to the mall. Well, we'll get you, get you a big old pretzel. So I, uh, <laughs> I think that would be like the best way to shut someone up from now on. You know, they start talking about something you don't want them to talk about. Like, hey, you know what? Let's go get you Get you a big old pretzel. It's like code for shut the fuck up. Didn't you say you wanted a pretzel real bad? <laughs> oh my God. That reminds me of my girl. Remember that movie? My girl. Uh, oh, what is that girl's name that played the, the, the main lead? I can't think of her name. She's actually grown up to be quite an attractive woman and uh, still very prominent in Hollywood. But she, uh, yeah. When Dan Aykroyd is trying to date, uh, what's her name? The chick that's always talking about her ass and, and uh, her guts. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and the yogurt. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's trying to date Jamie Lee Curtis. And the little girl, they're walking through the grocery store. And she picks up this giant barrel of prunes. And she goes, hey, Dad, didn't you say you needed prunes real bad? <laughs> I think I'm like the only person in the world that laughed at that. I don't care. Oh, I just got a message. Dang it. I don't want to stop the show yet. I got somebody delivering an oven to me. Okay, so it looks like my stove is on its way, so I'm going to have to wrap this up. That only gives me a few minutes before I got to start getting ready to do man-type work. And I am very against that kind of thing. I don't like labor. I've grown quite accustomed to being a chitless layabout. I will say one thing. I'm very disappointed in all my Facebook friends. I went to a lot of trouble to post a picture. I took, okay, there's, there used to be this uh, game that I would play at the bar. It's a touchscreen game, and it was called Spot the Difference, and it was two pictures, you know, two identical pictures side by side of naked ladies, 
and there'd be differences and you'd push, you know, you'd touch the screen, like where you see the differences. So I decided to make one. I found a picture of this girl, not naked. I didn't do a naked picture. I took a picture of, of a girl off the of Google she's got a hot dog in her hand and there's all these hamburgers in front of her. And I took Photoshop and I made 15 very subtle, difficult to find differences. Like I took some, like there's a stripe, there's mayonnaise on the hot dog. Okay. And it's like a zigzag. And I took like one of the lines in the mayonnaise off, you know, like that kind of shit. It was really, you look at it, it's tough. 15 differences. I post this picture. The one difference that is the most obvious is that I gave the girl in the picture on the right a penis. She's sitting at a table and coming up past her belly button from her crotch over the table is a dong. No one, literally no one noticed. No one saw all that work for nothing. Why do I even bother? So like I said, I got to do this thing with the oven and um, sorry about taking Friday off, but I will get you guys an interview with uh, Miss Crystal and Miss Ashley very, very soon. If you want to reach me, it's fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com shows Monday, Wednesday, Friday with your host, me, the one and only Joey Valentine. I look forward to putting out more wonderful shows for you people. And as always, what do I say? I'll be nice. See you on Wednesday. Everybody have a good week. Oh